listening to the Sailing to Success podcast show, where we share practical tips and strategies to help you be more productive, boost your profits, and grow your business. Hi, I'm Lindsay Phillips, founder of Smooth Sailing Business Growth, and I'll be your host and captain for this 30-minute excursion. Today, I'm chatting with serial entrepreneur Simon Payne. We chat about his migration from being an owner of Lead Pages to his new video marketing tool, Convert Player. We cover tips on video marketing, video conversions, and of course, how Convert Player will boost your video conversions. So let's get started. Hey everyone, as promised, I have um, Simon Payne here. He is the founder of both Lead Pages and his newest company, Convert Player. He's a serial entrepreneur, a technical mastermind hacker, and now, of course, video marketer. Um, in less than four years, Simon Payne's company, which we all probably know as Lead Pages, it grew from just two other founders and himself to 160 employees worldwide with over 38 million in venture capital raise and over 50,000 active customers, including me, I might say, while being profitable from the very beginning. In a case, you know, that isn't impressive enough. Um, Simon is, you know, left the company and he's challenging himself all over again with this second venture, um, this time by himself. So I'm really excited about this product that he has and I'm really thrilled to have um, Simon on my show talking about video marketing and his new product. So thanks for joining me, Simon. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Awesome. So um, I'm just going to take a step back here a little bit. Um, obviously, you grew. I mean, Lead Pages is you know renowned. Like I've said, with the however many customers that they have. I mean, it's huge. Um, what were some of the biggest lessons that you experienced in growing that company? First, uh, my biggest lesson is probably that uh, you just kind of somehow have to trust your gut and just yeah. go with your best uh, thinking. I always felt like there's some kind of secret entrepreneur, uh, like some knowledge or some, some secret that I will be, I will reveal or somebody tell me after we reach some heights of, you know, uh, <laughs> monthly like millions of income and stuff. And the more we grew, and the more we met other people, we realized there's nothing and other people don't know either. It's just you and you just have to figure it out yourself. Yeah. And every time I ask somebody, like they, they give me three recommendations and we tried those three and five others. And I realized like I'm, I'm the best person to run this thing at this time. And, and that's all all the things I need I already have yeah and I don't have to wait for anything because he always hesitated like who are we to be running this company who are we to be, be trying to grow this business and then once you get into the mindset like I'm the one who's gonna do it and we are the market leader now before we actually become so you get into the mindset and the reality will kind of follow. This was the biggest revelation for me from the whole journey. And that's so true. And it's, uh, I'm a firm believer that everyone has their own path to take and their own journey. So you can't really compare yourself to, to other people. I think it just, yeah. Um, yeah. It, it messes with your mind sometimes. <laughs> yes. I, and especially if you compare somebody on different timeline, maybe they're after oh, 20 true. years or, or after five years or one year and you're just at the beginning yeah. So it's just completely irrelevant. Just, just ignore competition. Just focus on yourself. Compare with yourself and grow incrementally from what you can do. That's great advice. And so where did, 
um, convert player or the idea of it? Where was it born? How did you come up with that? Well, everybody now kind of like is running around and trying to come up with a new startup idea mm-hmm. and invent like a new Facebook or new something new. And I was kind of, I had kind of enough of that. And like, I just take the idea that worked well before and just take to the next level. And right before we launched Lead Pages, we were like with my co-founder, we were doing another small project, which we were just, you know, kind of testing this idea of like video conversions. And it was doing great. It was just a WordPress plugin. And eventually we switched, you know, to Lead Pages and put all the focus there. So I just realized like this idea was so great. Yeah. I just had to like pick it up and take it to a next level. People kept asking me, hey, what did you do with that? Is it available or not? And I realized like now it's the time for me to start from scratch and just revive it. And even three years later, somebody would, would think that the same idea is like already like overcome and dead. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, no, the good ideas, they don't, you know, get old. They just need to be like improved on the implementation. Yeah. That's what I did. That's awesome. Um, was it scary trying something new or were you kind of at the point where you were excited and because um, it is fun to be in the beginning stages of something, but also kind of daunting as well. Yeah. And especially once you once succeed, yeah, your ego will grow a little bit. So you feel like, <laughs> oh, I can do it again. It, it was actually easy, which is big lie. It wasn't easy. <laughs> it was really hard. And but after you have some like you know, few years of relax and you kind of like kind of uh, digest and you realize oh we actually had a huge success and then maybe you come into it bored and you realize okay I went to some some more trail so when I jump into it it wasn't scary it was exciting yeah. oh it's a new company and I'm screwing up a little bit here and here and it's okay and I already knew lots of stuff and I you know I could kind of like almost coach myself in I, I, like against those usual bad feelings people might have. Yeah. The scary thing was after like three or four months, then I was like, damn, this is actually really hard. And I was ignoring it completely. And just was being naive and I was being a bit egoistic in my super optimism, which was supposed to defend me. And then I realized I need the little bit of this fear because that's what's going to be driving me. Yeah. And it's going to be kind of um, make, it's going to make sure I'm, uh, economic and kind of optimizing stuff and not just like running around and screaming it's going to work and really put me to the focus and after that things are happening and that was the turning point so it was interesting how it wasn't scared at the beginning but it, it <laughs> me later. I was happy. it's funny how growing a business you think it's all like technical stuff in the background or you know legal whatever it, it's so much of a mind game and a mind journey like while you're going through it, eh? Yeah, and sometimes you do so much stuff and then I realize if I look at my product or my business from outside, there'll be no change. So maybe I was doing something like long-term important, but from the outside it wasn't visible. Mm. But what if I took a month off? I just sit, you know, on my, on my chair and just think... And maybe like that would actually help me make a bigger like achievement as, as well in long term. So we just feel like sometimes there's the difference between like being active and being productive. So yeah. so true. Now, what do you find um, in in making convert player and kind of bringing it into fruition? What are some of the challenges that we as entrepreneurs um, have with marketing through video? Well. Definitely 
getting to the right audience and right. getting the audience like big enough. I still can't say I figured everything. I'm still learning and it's painful process, but uh, it's process that's necessary and it's very healthy. And uh, the only way is just get through it. So. And, and what do you feel? I mean, there's blogs, there's videos, there's podcasts. I mean, there, there are different, obviously, elements of content marketing. Um, what do you love about videos over some of the other content marketing strategies? I remember some of the videos I watched five years ago and very few. And I just was like, this, that guy, he was awesome. Like he said something, or maybe it was actually those, those, uh, uh, those broken scenes, though, like those quirks, like, you know, he misspelled and stuff. And mm-hmm. at the end, and I was just laughing so much at that. And that never happened to me with any other kind of content. I just realized like that, you know, those few moments, they really stick with me. And it was just like a regular video. And it was like some video marketer guy. And I just really like him. And yeah. I would remember it until today. And I realized I want to be creating those effects as well. Right. Yeah, I guess because there's language and there's visuals and sometimes there's text on the screen, um, it it can be very powerful. And I guess because you're seeing it versus reading it or hearing it, for many people, it sticks in their mind longer. Yeah, Yeah, I think there's also some communication that we ignored on the internet. And that's just like perceiving another human being. Mm -hmm. When you see graphics and text, it's very like clear what you should digest and perceive but when you see a human being your brain activates much more perception because you're just That's seeing true. how they how they how what kind of mimics they have on the face how they behave how what's the tone of their voice yeah the attitude of their shoulders and it just like even if you don't want to you just kind of like create a relationship with that person and yeah like image and kind of like footprint of them in your head that's gonna stay there yeah so that way is in a good way it's really good uh, channel to bond with somebody that is so true and i remember um i've been doing my videos for i guess almost, just a little over a year and i remember my business coach he probably took about six months to talk me into it i was scared crapless <laughs> i thought yeah. oh my god putting myself out there and like what if i don't look good what if i stumble on my words what if it's not perfect and like uh, i just had this you know wall in front of me to start it um I, I mean i love doing them now but so what other advice would you give to people that want to start video marketing but they're just they're stuck they don't know where to start well the the hard answer to this question is just you have to do it and even i remember how i struggled with that and how i stood for so long mm-hmm. before actually taking the first step and what happened to me somebody challenged me they asked me hey simon i dare you make a video uh until this sunday and send it to me nobody else yeah. Take a short video, get your phone from your pocket. I know you have a phone with video camera. <laughs> and record a video where you talk to me and explain to me why do you want to make videos. And it was like a really short video, and I was shocked how, how much I shared in that video. And I wasn't ready to even like prepare my speech. I just turned it on. It was definitely like a few minutes before the deadline on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And after that, I realized when I uploaded it to YouTube, I sent the link to that person, I realized, damn, like now I'm in. Yeah. 
I can do it, you know, over and over. And then if I start asking questions like, how do I get better? Just do this again every day, yeah. over and over. Pretty much, eh? It's, I remember my business coach was just like, you just got to suck it up and do it. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But to be honest, like, you know, entrepreneurs, and we are used to this kind of, uh, kind of ag- agitation, this kind of like yeah. push, just, just do it. But I know so many people, which for them, it just doesn't work. They, they are really scared. And for them, it's really intimidating just to hear just do it because they see other people just doing it and it's like, I don't know how to do it. I so know. they need like more like introvert sometimes approach. And even me tend to like advise some people just to just do it, you know, and they're like, I don't know, I'm scared. But, you know, maybe you need to look at it from different perspective and they need to find their own way how to just do it. Yeah. Really think about those mechanical steps, just get the phone to your hand, like press record. You know, what happens might surprise you. Just, you know, you start talking about stuff that you didn't even know you have in yourself. I know. Really imagine that you're talking to a camera, you're talking to a person. You're talking to a thousand people, just like one person. Yeah. It not, helps you relax and kind of like get out, you know, the stuff from you. And if you're nervous, it actually helps in the beginning. Because people will realize where are you, on what stage are you in your business, what kind of speaker or presenter you are. Mm-hmm. And they will relate to you. And if they see you nervous, they will even relate to you even more than they would be some professional, like sounding and looking, you know, That's true. video marketer. You know what did it for me, Simon? Um, um, is it uh, Lisa Sasevich? It was, it was either Lisa Sasevich or Marie Forleo. And like mm-hmm. Marie's videos are like impeccable. They're like in a studio. She looks yeah. perfect. But it's like... I'm pretty sure it was her. And she said she started out like in her kitchen on the laptop. (laughs) You know what I mean? Running around, whatever. Um, And I'm like, okay, like I don't need to have this perfectly polished recorded thing. I just need to be me and deliver content. Um, So that kind of helped me get over it a little bit. Definitely. Um, Now, I know for me, like doing videos, there's so many different things that you can do, you know, ask people to subscribe or click a link or watch the next video. Um, what should videos accomplish? Like besides recording the content, um, what other advice do you have um, to direct people, if that makes sense? Yeah, and I feel like what I'm kind of striving or trying to achieve is to kind of empower people, to give them feeling that they can do something they couldn't before right. or in, in some way. And it can be explaining a technique. It can be, you know, giving like mental support. There's, there are many ways how to, how to do that. If you do that, people will, will trust with you and they will follow on your, on your device. And if, if after that, you know, you ask for email, you ask them to mm-hmm. click on something, uh, they're much likely to do that. So I'm not... Uh, 100% there yet so I'm probably very technical because I'm a technical person so mm-hmm. most of my videos is like how to connect some services how to connect this and that how to use commerce player but slowly I'm getting more into like hey I made this new feature this is the marketing thinking about it this is how we're going to use it yeah. this is how you're going to succeed and if you want more just you know subscribe or you know if you want commerce player get it here and this kind of like thinking, which is almost like what you would say, you know, to somebody if you... In a conversation. Friend, yeah. 
That's good advice. Now, tell us, um, of course, about Convert Player, kind of what it is, some, uh, kind of explain how it works and, and what it accomplishes. It, it kind of bridges this uh, gap between uh, video marketing and building audience mm-hmm. and email marketing or you know, building more social following and putting more interactivity in the video. And something I noticed you know, was especially important today uh, in this year where everybody is starting to get, you know, more on video, especially businesses. Mm-hmm. And Commerce Player uh, simply just takes your existing videos on YouTube or Vimeo or other platforms. I can mod- you can put more interactivity into that, like putting a call to action in the video at the right time or below the right. video. Or email opt-in box that just appears at the end of your story where you like, finish talking and uh, if you want more, just subscribe and the opt-in box just appears over the video, right where people are looking. And if you time it right, you can have really nice effects and really, really, really high conversion rates from what I've seen. Nice. And when you say conversion rates, is it like clicking, converting to another page or like conversion rate in respects to getting on your e-list? I, I calculate the conversion rate uh, uh, in three different ways, okay. I call it like a video conversion rate. So if somebody's playing the video, if they convert to your email list, that's like a video conversion rate to email. Mm-hmm. If they click on the call to action, that's a conversion rate to click. If they, if they download your ebook that you advertise right. in the video. And the last thing that you can do with Convert Player is you can put this like social gate. So share this to continue watching. That's like oh, a social okay. gate. So you can have a conversion rate to sharing the video on Facebook. That's handy. Um, and I also noticed that one of the features um, was getting more Facebook followers. So how, do, how does that work? Well, the, the way it works is that uh, you can't easily put these interactive videos on Facebook or even YouTube.com. They would not let you just put, you know, comments there like scripts and fancy call to actions and optimums there. But what you can do you can put this like a large, nice video on your Facebook page and it will be convert player video. So there's an option in a convert player to share the video on Facebook. Oh, okay. So, so it's not the usual video in your feed, it's a special tab on your Facebook page. So what you would do, you would send an email to your email list saying, hey, I got this new video you know, that you might be interested in. And surprisingly, you don't send them a link to your website where the video would be usual, right. but you send a link to this Facebook page. Uh-huh. So they go to the link, if I'm watching the video, and I realize, wait a second, I'm on Facebook, but then we're on distraction, and it seems like I'm on this Facebook page. And if they like the video, there's not many actually options around the video because that's how it's designed. Yeah. So they might like, oh, I like this, I want to get the next one, and they will follow the page. So it's a special trick how to increase following and likes on the Facebook page. I love that. That's awesome. Um, is it customizable, like how the uh, your opt-in bo- uh, boxes look and, and that kind of thing? Yes, absolutely. And we are adding uh, many you know more customizations you know every few weeks. And right now you can change all the text, all the colors, uh, even the position of the opt-in box. If it's like yeah. if, it, if it animates and slides from the video or if it displays across the video, it's at the beginning, special like uh, time in the middle or at the end. Perfect. And I know like for me, 
uh, and working with a team, it's easier for them to, you know, work with the YouTube editor. That YouTube editor is just the pits. <laughs> but it's, uh, so this to me is like a great option. It's right in your, you edit it right in WordPress. Is that how I understand it? Yes, yes. It works right in WordPress, but you can actually use it without WordPress. It works with everything, you know, else, most landing page platforms like lead pages, obviously. Oh, okay. And everything. So you can take the special, the way it works, just to simply to explain to somebody yeah. listening, you take the YouTube video URL, yeah. you put it inside Convert Player. Then you get this like really simple editor where you can put the opt-in box to it or call to action. You time it and you will get in exchange another embed code. Mm -hmm. Just similar like the YouTube, but yeah. a bit different. And you can use it anywhere. You can put it in WordPress, on your site, on your landing page, and it will just work out of the box. And if you later update a video, you don't have to put the code again somewhere. It's automatically mm -hmm. synchronized. Awesome. And yeah, I didn't even think about that using those, the edited version, if you will, uh, within lead pages, because obviously um, videos on sale pages are very powerful. That's a great idea. Yeah, I mean, videos on sales pages are is something that marketers are using for, for many years already mm -hmm. on the internet. And I get one useful advice, you know, for anybody, you know, doing that or trying to get into that. The one thing that I've seen that really works the best if you have a really clean landing page with not many opt-in boxes, not many call to actions. Mm. And people would be intrigued, thinking, hey, what is this about? This is actually not the usually scary page with many opt-in boxes, like jumping at me. The only thing you can do is play the video. Yeah. And once they play the video, you can actually start talking with them and build this connection and trust. And then at the right time, when you explain what actually, you know, offering to them, and then they can actually, you know, be more likely to convert, you can say, hey, and now in the video, you can look at the, the link to download my ebook, it's free. And as you say it, will just animate this button on the video, and it looks like magic, because they would feel like, oh, wow, how did he do that? <laughs> and, and this is like really not pushy way how to connect with somebody. Yeah. And people really liked it, because it's more personal. That's how it works in real life. You don't go to somebody and just, just immediately ask for money, or like email, you just start building connection first. And that's what I would recommend for like video landing pages, this kind of approach. And you can use Convert Player on, on lead pages and achieve exactly that. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. So again, so I understand it correctly. Um, so if you have an opt-in box that pops up on your video, they actually enter their name and their email and get XYZ, they're not being redirected to another landing page? Uh, no, they can actually, if you put the opt-in box in the middle of the video and you get their email and name, maybe you actually let them finish watching the video. So the opt-in box will disappear and they can continue watching it. If you put the opt-in box at the end of the video, you can actually decide if you want them to redirect somewhere else and you can oh, do that. Okay. But by default, I would let you, you know, finish the video because you can, for example, put the opt-in box at the beginning of the video to make it like, like an opt-in gate. So if, they want to, if you want to watch this video, please give me your email because I put lots of work into this content and I, you know, right. need to put it in my list. Nice. I like that. So what other tips would you give um, video marketers out there? Um, for I, I do have one question. So how many 
call to actions, if you will, should you have in a video? I mean, because you want people to subscribe to your channel, but then you also want them to either go to a certain website or watch another video or, you know, as you say, opt in for something. Um, and it feels like an easy, like to pack it all into one video. What do you recommend? I, I recommend just to think a little bit what, what, the, what is the goal of this video? If it's, you know, for example, I put videos in my help section, which is trying to educate them. So, so sometimes in some video, you might ask for like email. Sometimes you want them actually, you know, follow the next article, which might help mm -hmm. them as well. Also, if you want to be more drastic and really like uh, significantly improve your email list, you can put the email up in the box in the first like 10, uh, 20 seconds of the video. Right. And that will have the highest conversion rate. But your video will have less views, I mean like less finished watching, you know, of the video because exactly. people will be, some people will leave, some will be intimidated. So if your video is kind of like a storytelling video where you build up the story, I recommend putting the opt-in box at the end. But uh, in other cases, you know, for example, what I'm doing in some of my videos, I show the call to action somewhere in the middle of the video, mm -hmm. but I build the video. So it doesn't stop, it keeps playing, but if you want to get color player, this is the link. And then when the video finishes, there'll be other call to action, like all above the video. So the whole screen of the video will disappear, there'll be another link which just completely hides the video area. So that will be like two call to actions. Right. And the different approaches. It really depends on the video and how to, what kind of effect you want to achieve. That's true, good point. Um, now, how does the analytics work within Convert Player? Like what kind of results should you be looking for? Or what kind of analytics does it show? Right now it shows you the conversion rate for the whole video mm -hmm. if, you know, across all the different elements and also for each different element for the email, for Facebook, right. share and for call to action. And uh, it's really up to you, like, you know, in, in your situation, uh, what kind of like numbers are you expecting? I've seen people having 25% conversion rate nice. across, you know, like thousand people, which was yeah. really impressive. And I've seen even like 60% on a smaller, smaller list. But I also seen like, you know, with like uh, hundreds of uh, thousands of, you know, views of the video, some really cool numbers, like, you know, three to 5%, which is for usual content really high. But in the video, it's kind of more easier to achieve. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and I mean, I, I don't know what your thoughts are on it, but I mean, there seems to be a trend in videos. You know, everyone used to have this beautiful polished intro. Sometimes they even have like a sponsorship piece halfway through or near the end. Um, but I'm noticing more people are not having any intro. They're just diving into the content. Um, are you noticing any other trends in the industry? Uh, I definitely like this, like uh, straight to the point approaches yeah. as well. And I've seen some people doing the intros uh, after like 15 seconds. So they right. start talking, you know, hey, you know, it's Simon, I'm going to tell you this and that. And then you be like, oh, I get the idea what this is about. And then you can show the intro and people are like, they kind of digest, okay, you know, this is cool. I, I really want to see what it is about. And it continues. And one kind of technique that you can, you can use, you can use this intro as an opportunity for like placing the email opt-in box. So when you embed the video on your site, mm -hmm. you can put the email opt-in box like right into the intro. 
where it doesn't interrupt any sentence, any like uh, any right. button. And you can even in the opt in opt-in box put some text. Hey, so as I mentioned, this video is going to be about this and that. And you make like a whole like a short summary of the video. And people have this like a small mental break, then you can read, oh, this is what I want to actually hear. Yeah. And to continue, they would put the email to continue watching the video. Gotcha. That sounds good. Um, yeah. Any other tips for people that are starting out in videos, um, like when you're delivering it or any technical um, tips? I think a lot of people feel that doing videos is tech heavy. So I think that might kind of limit them from starting. Yes. And I, I felt the same. I, I was first looking about lights and cameras and yeah. how to do it. And it, it this really takes you a few weeks off and, you know, you feel like you have to spend some money and you even like order those shipments and you wait for those lights and you feel like, okay, I have to make videos for another you know, week because I wait for the lights. <laughs> I don't think it's any of that is really necessary. Just get your iPhone. If you don't have iPhone, you ask your famous iPhone, start recording those videos because you need to make uh, several like dozen of shittier videos before you get to the better ones. And uh, even with the camera, I was thinking like I should buy like some special like a vlogging yeah. camera or something. I realized we actually not just in the phone, but almost like every other person around me they have like a really cool Canon camera. So you know, so I just borrow a camera from a friend every time I record the video if I need a better result, and it works. So the same with lights. At the beginning, you don't really need lights. I make yeah. videos from the same same table when I develop and code, and actually it looks more authentic when you put. True. like a background behind yourself and it's all like uh, prepared so really don't overthink the technical setup and just you know get to the point people if you, people will think more about what you have to say than uh, you yeah. know how you're saying how it looks like that's true i agree um just out of curiosity do you prefer vimeo or youtube <laughs> I, I like both, but it really depends on kind of on the use case. I I like uh, using YouTube videos because they are approachable. Mm -hmm. They have this like yellow play button, which is this unique style, and it's just something that uh, people kind of they used to it. So when they yeah. see it even outside YouTube, they just believe it and they, they click on it because there's so many other video players which have this like square play and like they're different and they will keep buffering. And honestly, nothing works as good as YouTube videos. While Vimeo, it's, you get more control. You can get this pro version. You can hide the branding. Right. It's more beautiful, I feel. So people which are doing like more like artistic videos and really right. care about details, they can control more aspects of the video. Or if they want to share the video privately. And with YouTube, that's, you know, that's not what YouTube wants. They want the video to be shared and go viral. <laughs> yeah. With the YouTube logo in the video and you can't remove it, with Vimeo, you can lock, you know, the domain name. You can really make it private and make sure it's only played and it's not downloaded anywhere. So that's, you know, for different approaches when you share the video in a closed group or, or your private offer. So I like both different use cases. And do you use um, anything else for video editing? I know some people use like Camtasia or like specific video editors on their hard drive to do things before they upload it to YouTube and stuff like that? Um, I really like uh, ConvertFlow. That's, that's what I mean. Uh, no, what's it called? Uh, yeah, it's, I forgot the name of the video player. I think it's uh, something like that. Like convert, 
convert uh, it's a, it was actually like Antasia. Yeah, Gandalf Flow, I think so. This is it, oh, yeah. But okay. it's similar to uh, it's similar to Camtasia because yeah. it's primarily like a video screen recording software, but you can actually import into that your footage from your camera and use it to edit videos. And surprisingly, these video, video editors are much easier to use than if you use some expensive Premiere or uh, Final yeah. Cut, which are more expensive and very overwhelming and not as intuitive to use. That's part where I hold back on because I see some people do videos and I'm like, dang, they got some cool things going on in there. But it's like, and plus my team does a lot of my stuff for me, right? I don't want to be yeah. editing it myself. And I up, if I upload it on my hard drive, that's not going to do me any good um, yeah. to have my team work on it. Um, so yeah, I find that's kind of been a, a bit limiting for me. Yeah, again, just don't over, overthink it. I think there's even... Uh, iMovie or on every Mac, you know, default video editing software. Yeah. I've seen some people doing some really nice videos with that as well. So just start using uh, whatever you have. You know, it might be even your phone video editor, whatever, whatever works true. for you. That's true. But I sort of feel like Convert Player is that happy medium for me where it's, uh, I can make it look more polished. I can have the opt-in box, get higher conversions, but like those call to actions and what have you, will look so much more polished. So yeah. I'm really excited about uh, giving it a whirl, that's for sure. Um, now let everyone know where to go to find out more information about Convert Player and, uh, and all the features that it has. So definitely to get more information, head out to convertplayer.com, where it's my homepage and you get all the information about the product uh, and link to the blog, where it's articles with some more video marketing hacks and tick trips. And also you can find me on Twitter. It's Simon Prague. Perfect. And I'll of course have those links on my show notes as well. And your price points are amazing. I love that you actually show how it works on that homepage. So it's, you see it in action, right? That's, I find I, I have a hard time signing up for things sometimes when you can't like, what does it look like on the dashboard and how easy is it to use? I, I'd rather know that up front than, than after the fact. So um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, it's great that you do that. It's super helpful. Um, and then once I, um, get it as well, um, for myself and my client, I, of course, I love sharing tools, um, with my audience. So I know I'll be doing a little how to video myself. Um, so I'll share it with you once I get that done. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I can't wait to see that. Yeah, I love doing those. They're so much fun. And I, I know I'm like a how-to junkie. If I can see a video on like how something is done, it just sits in my brain. I'm like, oh, yeah, that looks easy. I can do that. That was the first thing that really surprised me when I get my first, uh, uh, you know, hundred, no, hundreds and thousands of customers. Many of them, they made their own how-to videos for their, for their own audience with different yeah. language. And I was like so grateful because it was something I... I wasn't expecting and it was really nice and very helpful for other people. Yeah. And it helps spread the word about your product too, right? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So keep your eye out for that. I'll let you know when uh, I'll tag you once I get that done. 
Um, yeah, thank you so much for your tips on doing videos. I hope uh, we've inspired some people out there to start their video marketing and just dive in. And of course, Convert Player will just help convert your videos audience um, to your e-list, the landing pages that you want, um, and boost your stats and grow your audience. So thank you for that. Thank you for having me. Awesome. So that is it for today's episode of Sailing to Success podcast, folks. You, of course, can check it out at uh, sailingtosuccesspodcast.com. And if you are looking to grow your business um, through whether it's videos, blogs, um, email marketing, social media, podcasts, um, by all means, go to smoothbusinessgrowth.com. So until next time, folks, have a profitable and productive week. And may the winds always be at your back. 